everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Podmas of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host, Maxine, and we're on episode nine. Three more to go, and then we're done with this series. It's been a journey. I definitely <laughs> didn't realize, damn, I'm, I'm recording every motherfucking day. <laughs> like, God damn. Uh, but nonetheless, it's uh, definitely a great experience. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. I continue to just keep it honest and raw and just authentic with you all just on everything because I don't see any other way to live life. I don't I don't see any other way to live your life the way you know how, as best as you can, as real as you can. And when we try to put on a facade, it's hard to keep up with that. So if I just came on every day ready to rock and roll with the right energy, with the right attitude, that'll be a bold-faced lie. But I am also here to talk about attitude and your mindset because as I was journaling, so as I shared with you guys before, I've been on this 21-day journey of journaling And the goal with that was to rewire my thinking and to move into a a headspace of abundance and um, an attitude of abundance, a heart space of, of abundance, because I have operated from a space of lack for such a long time. And I realized that as I was journaling, and it revealed to me yesterday, God revealed to me as I was journaling that... Um, I don't always have to report struggle news. (laughs) Like I don't always have to talk about the hard times, the rough times. Like I could talk about the good times, the joy, the, 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 the blessings that I experienced, the, the, just the gratitude that I have. And I could talk about that. I don't always have to be woe is me. And I was remembering that as well when I would call home, and speak to my parents or my my sister, um, who all are in Boston, I typically just, I'm fine, or like, I don't know, like, I would talk regularly, but I feel like I would more so complain. I will complain about whatever it is I'm complaining about, whether it's just my current living circumstances or um, the, the family that I have down here or whatever it is, I will find something to complain about whenever I'm communicating with my family back home. And I don't think that's fair either. I think we should all have more conversations when we talk about, we should have, we should all have conversations talking about just the duality of our experiences. It shouldn't just be negative or just positive, right? Because I, I think, as I was saying when I first started this episode, that when we only speak positivity, we're not recognizing the other feelings that we feel. And as I say all the time, it's important for us to feel our feelings. How are you feeling right now? What is your body telling you right now? Are you comfortable right now? What you know? What's happening right now? Um, and I am getting more engage with the idea and the concept of, oh, I could talk about good times. I could indulge in good times. I could embrace the good times and I could actively be in them rather than I'm in the good times, but I'm like halfway in it and I'm thinking about a struggle. I'm thinking about a worry. I'm thinking about all that. So this is 
more of just the growth that I'm experiencing in this 21 day journey that I started um, a few days ago. It's coming up to an end soon, but I realized with me, I love journaling. I love writing. And so even if I'm not um, intentionally in a 21 day journey, uh, journal <laughs> journey or a 30 day or 40 day, whatever the day amount is, I could still journal every day. I could still journal maybe every other day or every weekend or four times a week or whenever I feel the need to. And that's typically every day or every other day at least. So I am going to continue doing that because it's been great for my own sanity and mental health. I want to talk more about uh, quality versus quantity because I just... (sighs) Now, okay, let's just talk. Let's just, can we just talk? Can we just talk? I've been single pretty much my whole life, right? <laughs> like, and I don't want to say that because, yes, I have been in a relationship and it lasted for a year. So, yes, that happened. It, it was real. It was a thing, right? But even in that, I was single. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> just the point, and what I'm saying is I've just really been with myself for most of my life when I speak in the context of romantic relationships and I yes there are times when I would think like damn you know maybe it would be nice if I had a boo or I had a if I was actually not even a boo I'm gonna stop saying that because a boo a bitch got boos it's like I don't really have any more um we'll talk about that but with boos they have the um, the attachment of just casualness, uh, you know, just lighthearted, uh, I'll talk to you whenever, inconsistent energy. And I've had plenty of booze. So let's say that. I've had plenty of booze, but I haven't been in a relationship long term in all of my life, basically. And I will come across women around my age, maybe a few years older, or maybe just just a little bit younger than me. And they've been in relationships since they came out the womb, okay? They've been in situations and they've just always had a man. They've always had a boyfriend. They've always had uh, just, uh, just a nigga who called themselves their boyfriend. And... I just can't, I'm just really trying to unpack it because, and I'm trying to move away from like leaning into what astrology say about different signs. And I know I've been very more engaged in that for the past few years, really. But now that I'm kind of moving out of or trying my best to move out of the new age practices, astrology is one of them. But what I can say though, just to be real, with Aquarians, Aquarian females at least, because I'm not too sure about the men, but Aquarian females, they're all in relationships. Like every Aquarius woman I've met has been or is in a relationship still. Like I've met them in a relationship. They've always been in a relationship. They, they've never not been in one. It's always been long-term type of relationship. Not no, not nobody's one year like me. Like what the fuck? A year? Nigga, what? They've always had somebody long-term. 
And I was just thinking about this the other day. I'm like, huh, what? And what I noticed, this is really no, uh, like, I don't want to dictate anyone's character necessarily, but I do notice um, it had, it ha- it's been a trend lately that um, typically those who are in these like long term, 10 years, eight, seven, nine, like even five year relationships, they're just in it for convenience. They're just in it for convenience. They're in it because it's convenient. It's familiar. It's it's an attachment. It's a codependency. And I just, I'm just trying to unpack why, you know, why be in something that is not fueling you, that is not moving you, that is not making you feel passionate. And then I wonder, you know, there are many people who are married and are not necessarily happy or fulfilled, you know, or they're just in these long-term relationships. Like if they're not married, they're in these long-term relationships and they're not seemingly at least, or from what they share and from, from what I could see and from what I could tell, because I could really kind of read whatever's going on without you saying anything to me. And from what I could tell, a lot of these people are just in situations, in relationships, in marriages because it's convenient because okay well let's just do the damn thing fine okay I may not be in love with you I may not be over the moon about you I may not may not may not but you're here I'm here let's just do the damn thing and the difference with that and me is that I just can't do that I and I can't see myself just being in a relationship and I'm not fulfilled or I'm not feeling like you're really contributing to my life and vice versa, of course. But I I feel like oftentimes people are in relationships because it's just, well, I would rather be in one than be lonely type of mindset. I would rather have someone to go to this event with, to watch this movie with, to this new restaurant with, to go to this this ball with because, you know, I would rather do it with someone than not with anyone at all. And I just, I never adopted that mindset because instantly the way I think is I would rather be by myself than be with someone who I just don't really like. <laughs> like, what are we doing? I would rather just go out to eat by myself than go out to eat with someone who just doesn't know how to have a conversation. I would rather have sex with my, you see where I'm going? Do you see where I'm going? Like, I would rather just do it by myself. And is and then I think about like, am I to blame? Am I at fault here? Am I wrong? Am I missing something? Because what I want to make clear is that I understand with relationships, whether it's marriage or just um, monogamous relationships outside of marriage, there are moments, of course, when you may not like your partner, you may not care for them, you may not, you may not even want to be with them in that, you know, for that day, you may want your space. Um, But ultimately, 
you find your way back to that person. The person finds their way back to you and you guys are still together. Like no one really broke up. You guys are still in this relationship. It was a hard day yesterday, but we move on the next day and I get that. So I really don't want anyone to think that I think marriage or relationships are just bliss and chocolates and rainbows and fairies. That's not what I'm trying to come across, but I see oftentimes people are in these long-term relationships and they're not happy. From what I could tell, from what I could tell, but they're not happy. They're not at all excited when this person comes in the room. There are relationships that I would see on TV, whether it's true or not, it could be like within a script, within a show, within a movie, or even some reality shows where people would be together, people who have been together for many years, and they would say in the confessionals, he still gives me butterflies. She still makes my heart jump whenever I see her. Or, ooh, I love when she wears this this color. It makes me so excited. Like, I like that oomph, that essence, right? And I feel like sometimes people are in relationships and that essence dies or goes away and no one is interested in picking that back up. And it just becomes this 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 obligatory relationship that you are now binded to. And that sucks. That's really sucks. So I was talking to somebody. Uh, I, don't know. I was talking to somebody, okay. And um, I remember he was telling me, that, um, you know, he's with this person because this person provides stability, um, provides, and that could mean financial stability, um, just predictability, right? When, when you're with someone who is, um, you could really know, you know what they're going to do tomorrow. You know how they wake up every morning. You know the food that they eat for dinner. You, you, just, you just know them. That provides you with a sense of calm. It makes you feel like, okay, there are no surprises with this person. I feel rest assured that this person will be the same person I met two years ago. So you know what? I'm going to lock it down with this person and stay here. But. But (laughs) the question is, and the realization is, you're not happy. Or are you happy? That's that's the question. And the realization is, you're not happy. (laughs) That's, That's the answer to the question. Because I would see, a lot of times people would, you know, what I would see online, I just came across this post of someone who I follow on Instagram. And she was saying how, she was answering questions. She, she was using this question bar um, for engagement in her IG stories. And one person said in her question, her and her question was, tell me, well, her prompt was, tell me your secrets. And one of the prompts, one of the answers to that prompt was, I'm in a relationship, but I have a crush on this coworker and we will flirt from time to time. And this Instagram person, she said in response, she was like, you know, we're, we're humans, we're not dead, we have natural desires, and it's okay if we flirt, you know, we still have attraction to other people outside of our partners, and it's, 
it's normal to feel attracted to someone else outside of your partner. It's normal to to um, flirt and to crush on this person. I, yes, I think it's normal to be attracted to other people. Like, obviously, there are plenty of, of, of attractive people out there. There are plenty of people who are, um, just fine. Let's just say that fine. Like, God damn, you're fine. But when I think about her response of it's okay to flirt with someone outside of your spouse, it's okay to have a crush on out, out on someone outside of your spouse. I completely disagree. I, I don't think there's harmless flirting is a lie. Okay, let me say it again because I don't think you heard me. Harmless flirting is a lie because you know what the fuck? Let me tell you. Let me tell you something about me. <laughs> let me can we talk. Let me tell you something about me. The fuck? I will harmless flirt with you so much so that my panties are off and your dick is in my mouth. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Harmless flirting is not real. It's an illusion. Niggas don't be harmless flirting. You give them an inch, niggas will take a mile, and then boom, where did it get? Where where is it? It's not real. So the point is, these things, these harmless flirting or, you know, moments where you're just staring into someone else's eyes and this someone else is not your partner, that shit could go go to 100 real motherfucking quick, real quick, motherfucking, trust and believe, and here's the thing with me, at least the old me, because I, I, I try my best to do better, don't get me wrong, maybe I could slip up sometimes, but the old me, let me tell y'all, I was a career side woman, okay, the side chick, the side, the side girl, I, I was seek and find unattainable men. <laughs> and that's a, that's a different episode too. But like the point of what I'm saying is I would typically find myself and it would be funny because I would just find, like, obviously I wouldn't seek. That was a joke, y'all. I wouldn't seek to find boyfriends, <laughs> but I would just find myself in situations where I am the side chick yet again and damn how how did I get here again or how how did I miss that or damn and not even how did I miss that like damn this person is so cool and he's so nice and we just get each other there's a vibe and then oh yeah he's he he does have a girlfriend oh yeah he does have a lifelong relationship with this baby mother of his (laughs) oh yeah he is married like you know we forget sometimes when we're in the moment of flirting with somebody we forget the reality of what the fuck is going on and the reality is oh we're not available (laughs) look at here or one person in this party is not available and in my situation Oh, just in my history, not currently. I don't have any situation that's going on like that. But in my past history, I've been in those situations where, oh, it's harmless flirting and I'm the I'm the side chick, but I'm single. Like I'm not I like I said, I've been single most of my life. All of my life. Okay. Um all my life I had to, you know, be single. And so I would not necessarily feel 
completely guilty when I would engage with men who are unavailable because I was just, you know, well, I'm single, you know, check your nigga, check your man type of thing, (laughs) but it's still not okay. Right. So when you grow, you grow and you realize your issues. But I think when we, when we believe that things are just harmless, you know, when we believe that, you know, it's not a big deal, it's a big deal. And we're lying to ourselves. And then we find ourselves in these situations where here we go. We're in another hotel room because your wife is, you have a wife, number one, (laughs) and we can't go to your house. (laughs) And we might want to, you know, you know, clear out our tracks if you were to drive to my place or, you know, what? that's the whole point. So my point is, I think when we are in relationships, we should, here's the thing, I, I can't, because obviously nowadays people are polyamorous, people are in open relationships, can I do it, no, <laughs> okay, no, I know I've like maybe teetered around the idea of open relationships, but I just I know myself I just I just fucking said to y'all harm there's no such thing as harmless flirting so how the fuck can I be in an open relationship oh the argument could be well you have parties in the relationship who are um following these boundaries following these rules and demands or whatever and it's an open relationship but it's within these constructs and I just I don't care I still don't I'm not interested in that but I just, you know, I think when we are, and then when we think about like work base, like I remember in my previous job, I had a, a colleague who would lie to herself. So I knew it was a damn lie, but she was trying to be, um, she was already in a fucked up relationship and she would always witness him flirt with his colleagues or just some acquaintances and she would try to justify in her head, oh, it's just some harmless flirting, you know, you can have a work bay. But really knowing somebody, you know that, oh, you're just saying this because you're in a relationship that has this and you've been telling him to stop doing that and he hasn't been listening and following. And so because you're not confident enough in yourself to leave him, you now sequestered yourself to to agree to this even though you don't really believe in this harmless flirting idea because now you you find yourself in a new relationship and you realize oh nigga hell the fuck no you're not gonna be harmless flirting with whom who who and you popping off you going crazy but just a second ago you want to talk about oh it's just harmless flirting let's not be delusional let's not be delusional harmless flirting could get you fucked up (laughs) from either party let's just say that so and this is maybe a message to me maybe a message to me but uh I definitely encourage those how do I I mean I didn't even mean to talk about this part <laughs> we just got here <laughs> the the whatever that's the whole point of conversations you you move around you get to a different points and you realize things but ultimately where I started was I, I want to just emphasize that there is quality and there's quantity and you know question yourself are you in 
Are you currently in a relationship? If that's a yes, then let's further discuss. Are you happy? Or are you just with this person because you just been with this person and so you don't know what could be or what life could look like outside of this person? You know, this is familiar, this is comfortable, and you don't want to take that leap and really, really listen to that nudge in your stomach that's been telling you you're not happy here, you're not fulfilled here, and it's a both party, because again, I really want to emphasize that I'm not talking about some selfish mindset where you're not meeting my needs, and my needs are the only needs that should be met. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about where both parties in the relationship, if they're both unhappy and they're just in it because, oh, the kids or a kid or because it's just it's just been a thing for us to just be together, then is that fulfilling? Is that enough for you? I just feel like, you know, living in this world, being alive, being present, being in 2020, a lot of things should come up for people and the the ultimate things that should should come up is are you happy with where you are whether it's geographically whether it's within your career whether it's in your marriage or relationship are you happy with where you are have you done the steps to create that happy in that situation and if you have and it hasn't worked what then do you want to do Do you want to just remain unhappy in this area in your life and that's okay for you? And if that's okay, cool. Like I'm not, again, I'm not here to dictate how people should live their lives. I just want us to be happy. (laughs) And I'm saying that with a question because I, I understand and also just coming from a Christian perspective, there's suffering that we all go through. There is a level of suffering that we endure. There is, whether it's internal, whether it's even external Um, There are mental health issues that we endure. There are um, trauma that we are still recovering from. You know, there are things that we are still going through that doesn't make, that doesn't guarantee a happy feeling. But what I can say also is that in the choices that you're making actively, are you happy with them? Are you feeling good with them? Are you? And it's hard to get to that to get to that question and get to the answer of it. But I just feel like at this point, being in this year, 2020 is wrapping up, we need to really prioritize our happy. How can we put it in a shelf where we create boundaries to protect it and we can be honest with ourselves to uphold to it? Okay, there's I got more to say on this, so... You may and you will hear this again because I got more details to discuss. But let's just let's just start here and I'll check in with you guys tomorrow's Podmas episode. Bye.